0: Hi and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host John Rennie. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a word you may have never heard of and why it's so important to your role as a leader. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the first ever Deep Leadership Podcast, edition number one. I appreciate you listening in. The main reason I started a podcast is because I noticed that people are reading less and less. I've been writing articles for more than five years, and I've noticed that more and more people don't have the time to read an article. They engage you on Twitter, you know, hear words here and there, but really people are busy. And that's why the podcast is so good. I listen to quite a few podcasts myself. And I think it's really good that you can listen in, get some information while you're doing other things like, you know, commuting back and forth to work, working out, working in the yard. So I think the podcast is a great tool to be able to learn and still get other things done at the same time. So that's why I'm diving into the world of podcasting. So listen in, let me know what you think. If you have some ideas, things that you'd like to me to talk about more i'm more than happy to do it so but i appreciate you listening in to this first ever podcast in deep leadership so um, today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart and that is manufacturing for those of you who know me you know i'm a bit of a plant rat i've been in manufacturing most of my career in fact at this point i've run nine different manufacturing plants including my own business based here in north carolina and, you know, it's funny, um, everybody chooses a career path that fits them, that they have a passion for, and I've had a passion for manufacturing. To me, it's the most simple form of business imaginable. You are taking raw materials and you add good people and you come up with a final product that you can sell to the market. And it's a very straightforward business model that I've really loved and enjoyed working in for years. I love manufacturing people. I love building things, fixing things, um, improving businesses, creating new products. And so I've just enjoyed being in manufacturing for, uh, for all these years. And I've also studied manufacturing. Um, I've studied concepts like Six Sigma, Lean Manufacturing, these sort of things. And there's one word that comes out of Lean Manufacturing that really applies well to leaders. And I think that many people have not been exposed to it. So I thought I would share it with you on this first podcast and give you a flavor for why this word is so important, how you can apply it in your role as a leader. So the word we're going to talk about today is called Gemba. Now, Gemba is a strange little word. It's actually Japanese, and the meaning of the word is the real place. So what is the real place? Well, in lean manufacturing, lean manufacturing came from the original work that was done in Toyota, also known as the Toyota production system, and they called Gemba the real place. They called that the the place where the value is added, the place where things are transformed. So in the case of manufacturing, it's simple. As I mentioned before, that's one of the reasons I like manufacturing. It's the shop floor. That's where you transform raw materials to finished goods. That's where the value is added. So in other businesses, maybe like in a school, it's going to be the classroom, right? That's where the students are learning. At a bank, it might be the teller windows. At a call center, it's the call center floor. That's where the, the, the raw materials transfer formed into something of value. So a lot of times you might be thinking, well, you know, my business is a little bit different. Uh, I don't really know where, you know, the, the real place is. When I look at my business, I don't know where Gemba is. Well, in most cases, if you really want to understand where Gemba is, typically it's where most of your employees are, Right. So in most organizations, most of your employees are there adding value. So look in your organization where most of your people are sitting, most of your people are doing their work. That's really where you're going to find your Gemba. Now the problem is when it comes to a leadership perspective is that's where most leaders aren't. So if you think about manufacturing, a lot of times there's an office complex you know, attached to a manufacturing plant, and most of the leaders, most of the managers are in offices or in conference rooms. They're on phone calls. They are far away from Gemba, far away from the shop floor, and this gets to be more and more a problem the the, the bigger you get in management, the, the higher positions you get. In my case, I was running three plants at one time, and I had several plant managers working for me. I had a, you know, a a command structure, if you will, and I was deeply removed from the shop floor. And so there's a problem with that. When we as leaders get removed too far from Gemba, where all our people are, where value is added, then we don't really, we we lose track on what's really going on in our businesses. So, you know, we the point of Gemba is this is the real place. This is where the value is added. This is where things are being done. And we as leaders have to get out to Gemba, the real place, if we really want to truly understand what's going on. Think about it. In your organization, how many people are making decisions inside a conference room, inside an office, where they are not or they've, they've not recently been out to Gemba? So they're making making decisions based on their assumptions of what is going on in the real place. We don't want that to happen as leaders. We want to go to the real place. We really want to understand it if we want to be effective decision makers. So a great story from from the Toyota production system and from the history of Toyota is a gentleman by the name of Taiichi Ono. And he was an industrial engineer and he was the father of the Toyota production system and he understood the importance of Gimba. He knew that leaders needed to understand what was happening on the, on the shop floor to make the right decisions. So he would, he would do this, and, and this is kind of an interesting, maybe over-the-top example of Gimba, but he would take and draw a circle on the manufacturing shop floor, and he would tell his young managers to stand in that circle for as long as eight hours with a notebook in their hands. Then... At the end of the day, he would ask them what they learned. So what did they what did they see? What did they hear? What did they experience? And in almost every case, these young managers came out with lists and lists and lists of things that needed to be fixed on the shop floor. They were seeing the, the inefficiencies. They were seeing the scrap. They were seeing all the things that needed to be fixed because they were out there in Gimba. And I think... We, as leaders, tend to think, well, we're smart. We know we were out there last week. We kind of know what's going on. But no, I think we need to get out there. We need to spend time uh, with, with the people on the shop floor, in the gemba, where the value is added. So, for example, if you're a principal, what are you doing to get out in the classrooms? If you're a vice president of a bank, what are you doing to, to, to see what's going on with the tellers? Call centers, are you going out there and listening to the calls being made with customers? Are you even trying to call in yourself and see what the experience is like for a customer to deal with with, with your employees, right? So what are you doing to experience the real thing that's going on in your business? So when I was in the Navy, I uh, there was one expression I really liked a lot too, which is very similar to this, and it's... Uh, the idea we we would say expect what you inspect in other words you shouldn't assume what's going on you need to get eyeballs on something if you really want to know truly what's going on you need to get out there inspect it and then you would then you can set your expectations i really like that phrase and and this whole idea of gemba getting out to where the value is added expect what you inspect this idea is very similar to you may have heard the expression MBWA, which is management by walking around. And this, of course, was made famous by Tom Peters and Robert Waterman back in their 1982 book called In Search of Excellence, which was really, it's really one of the best business books that was that's ever been written in the history of business books. And they introduced this term of management by walking around. And in, in their world, this was a practice of getting out wandering your workplace almost in an unstructured manner randomly checking on employees equipment and and just learning what was really going on it's the same idea it's the same idea of getting out into gemba expect what you inspect mbwa these are all the same concepts so one side of it is really clear right you get to Truly better understand your workforce, you better understand what's happening at the real place where value is added. That's really important. But there's another side of the coin as well, and that is that people get to see you. And that's probably just as important, right? So when you're not present, when you're in your conference room or in your office and people don't see you, they just make assumptions of what you're doing. They're saying, Well, I never see him, he doesn't care about us. She doesn't care about us. She never comes out here, right? So when you're not present, you create an us and them attitude with, with the, other, the other side, right? You're physically separated, right? You're working in different parts of the building, for example, uh, and then they never see you. So there's an us and them. There's a, there's a physical separation between you. But when you get out there and you are seen by your workforce, they get to say, hey, oh, this guy's out here, this gal's out here, she's seeing me, she's interacting with me, he's interacting with me, they care. And the other thing is, is you know, we tend to think of leadership as a top-down communication, but really what's most important as a leader is getting that bottom-up communication, listening to your employees and listening to what their <laughs> challenges are, what their perspective is. So I think see and be seen is a big part of Management by walking around. It's a big part of Gemba. You've got to get out there to see what's really going on, and they've got to see you. They've got to interact with you. So, leadership is a people business. I say that all the time. I say that in my book. I say that on this podcast. You're going to get tired of me saying it, but. You can't interact with people if you're locked up in your office or locked up on a conference call. You need to get out there. You need to go to Gimba where the value is added, and you need to learn what's really going on. You know, and your employees will appreciate it, and you will be a better decision maker because you understand what's really going on. So we've got to eliminate the us and them in a workforce, right? We've got to get to where... Um, we we all understand that we're on the same team. We just have different roles on the team. And when we do that, we're gonna get we're gonna get a much better result from our workforce. So get out to Gimba. You know, I challenge you this week, go ahead and get out of your office, even if you're really busy. You got a big to-do list, you've got an inbox of emails that needs to get answered. You know what? You just have to push yourself away from your desk and wander through the plant. Talk to people. See what's going on. Ask questions. I challenge you to do this, do this this week, and you know, see if it makes a difference in your leadership style. See if you learn more about your business. See if people see you in a different light because you're physically out there. So try it this week, and let me know on Twitter how things went. So you can reach me on Twitter at uh, John S Rennie, and um, I do a, I talk back and forth to a lot of people on Twitter. So it's a good it's a good um, Place to to reach me and have a conversation. So, if you haven't done it already, uh, I'd encourage you to pick up my best selling leadership book. It's called I Have the Watch Becoming a Leader Worth Following. Pick it up, it's filled with 23 short stories, similar to the one I'm sharing with you right now on how you can become a more effective leader. It is a quick read, it's 114 pages. You should be able to read it in two hours. And I purposely wrote it that way so that more people will read it, more people will take the lessons to heart, and more people will become better leaders. Honestly, we need better leaders, not more leaders. And the point of this podcast, the point of my articles, the point of this book, is try to help people become better leaders. So you can go to IHaveTheWatch.com for more information, and you can buy it. It's in paperback. It's in uh, There's an audiobook version of it. And there's also uh, the Kindle version as well. So go to IHaveTheWatch.com and you'll get more information. And if you buy it from my website, I will send it to you signed. And I can also add some words of encouragement as well. So thank you for this first episode ever of Deep Leadership. I appreciate uh, you checking in and listening to it. And if you like this podcast, please like it, share it, and we can work together to build a world with better leaders. So until next time, this is John Rennie saying take care and lead well. Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care.